it sounds crazy all of the pages that I have and what I'd be doing with them but also like it's a bookstagram like who doesn't like to post about books like you just and not to say it's not easy not to say it's not easy babe because they have the strategy they they're it's the reason why bookstagram is becoming like and book talk is becoming like a very top niche like they know what they're doing it's a lot that I'm doing I'm I have a lot of moments where I'm like, okay, girl, you did that. You you ate that. And I'm proud of myself. I also have moments where I'm like, WTF. But then I'm like, nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. So it's just do you, boo. But yeah, I'm reading. I've just read Homebodies. And it's a book by Tim Bay Denton Hurst. And I really love this book. I, now, I picked it up because I saw it all over Insta and I knew it was like a black author. I love reading black authors. I probably need to like put that in my uh, bio for my bookstagram because a lot of the books I talk about are black authors. Yeah, I was really interested, but what sucked me in, what sucked me into the book was she was going through a situation in a She, the main character, Mickey, was going through a situation in a corporate environment and it was making her start to doubt and question herself. It was giving her anxiety. It was making her really unsure of her worth, not only within her career. So even when you talk about, oh, like applying for other jobs, like going after like the real work environment that you deserve, it was hard for her to get that and to even like think about that because she was so stuck in the anxiety and all of the fear that had been so deeply embedded into her current role. And baby when i read this book i was like immediately yes like the first half of this book i i want to say i read this book in like a week maybe i probably took like maybe two three days off just because i was probably doing other podcast stuff but i devoured the first half of this book when she was talking and i, I did outline Heart. what happened is that it got to the point where her fears were like realized and she was she was fearful of those things for a reason her boss was very much so not interested in her work not interested in her career progression not interested in her growth she would suggest certain things she would talk about her her boss's eyes would like glaze over and like all that corporate speak okay let me let me get an example and the book starts with her going to an event so she's like a she works for a magazine, like some hotshot publication in New York. She's from PG County. And so I also love reading books where the author is from where I'm from. They are where I am. Like she was talking about Clinton and the Boulevard and things like that. And I just, I love that. And busboys and poets, like I love that. It starts with another black girl who's at her job, who's kind of like more favored than her. She was telling her like, hey girl, just so you know, my friend said, that your boss is interviewing people for your job. And she was like, what? You know, and she just, you know, she texts the group chat. It's like a lot of silence. And long story short, she ends up like writing this manifesto about her experience in this like very white space, very limited, limiting space, very like debilitating space. And she publishes it. And in the midst of her publishing it, like nothing happened. The world didn't raise up shouting her name everywhere. She didn't instantly have a million job offers. She didn't feel instantly better about her, her craft as a writer. And she was, during this time, she was also dealing with relationship things to the point where her partner was kind of taking care of her because she was such in a slump. Um, you know, none of those problems were instantly solved. It got to the point where she moved 
back home to like ground herself and like be really take time away from her partner but like be around family be around people that know her um and like and give her a sense of like community and like unconditional love kind of and if anything just like wouldn't ask questions of course they ask a ton of questions but um yeah so she took her time to go back home and in the midst of her going back home she got into it with her first love <laughs> not even got into it started this whole thing with her first love who the next day after she finally let her get some coochie sorry spoiler alert the girl ended up having a girlfriend and pretty much being like oh hey hey stranger how are you yeah this is my girlfriend it was like know what like i appreciated that i didn't expect for the story to go there but i think it showed like just how messy everything was in her life at that time like sometimes you really gotta hit rock bottom and you gotta like push the boundaries to realize like what you do not want and so also in the midst of her being home and just like uh just like living with her grandparents like she kind of avoided her father because her father was in a new marriage and so it was really just like how like family and relationships and work like so many things can be imperfect but you can still find the beauty in them and you can still like learn to love better even if it's yourself and valuing yourself better especially when it comes to these jobs honey so anyway fast forward a few months uh something racist happened with the people at her job uh, with one person at her job and it led somebody to like start one of those anonymous pages about like all the things all the racist things that have happened at bevy i think it was called her manifesto blew up they reposted it it blew up her best friend was a publicist I need, I need one of those, like what? And it was just so long time because her best friend was, was able to say, okay, girl, we should have just got this started yesterday. And, um, but okay, we gonna do it now. Girl got her on the, to, the Today Show or the early show, something of that variation. Yeah, it was so good. And it also just showed you how like, going back to the messiness of relationships, she had this one friend, Elaine, and I'm like, girl, why is your friends with her? I'm like, why is your friends with her? because like and so long story short just to show you an example when everything came out about it she was like oh a white woman she was like yeah like you didn't post this did you like you didn't start the basement that was the name of the like like the whistleblowers almost she's like you didn't start this did you and the girl was like oh so that's what you call you haven't called to check on me you haven't called to see if i'm all right you just wanted to know if i was like the whistleblower the girl tried to offer her some DEI job. And yeah, and so she ended up being on um, the the morning show or the Today Show early show. And like, I think she fixed things with her girlfriend. I really don't know. I think her girlfriend Lex knew that she was cheating. Um, knew that she had cheated because the girl T kept blowing up her phone. It just kind of left a question mark on the end of the book. But I love the book. I love like the what it addressed. I like how they talked about corporate culture and just how like, insane it actually is and just like inhumane to a certain point but we do it it just puts us in like a very like limiting mindset when really when we are looking at our own talents and our own abilities like we are so much bigger than a lot of these spaces and a lot of these people are really like gatekeepers to us actually actualizing a lot of our talent and realizing it for ourselves and you know mickey she had great ideas she was a writer and even her writing that it was her saying like hey 
I'm about to. And also they, they hired another black girl in her place. So it also made her question like, oh, ooh, mm, 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 mm. and she saw like some of the pictures that she wanted to do. The other black girl was doing them. So it just was like a, where is my worth? What is my worth? Like type of thing. Here's one quote that, that stood out to me. She was like, but what if I'm not? What'd she say? She was like, it's gonna be okay. So this is Lex talking to her. She's like, seriously, it's gonna be okay. You're so fucking talented and you know that. Nina is an idiot. Mickey said, but what if I'm not? What if I'm just okay? Lex said, you're extraordinary. Don't let this low-key racist white woman convince you that you don't have it, you do. But what even is it? Who gets to decide? Nina barely knows what she's doing. So why are you looking for her approval? Isn't it better to get away from her then, even if it isn't your choice? So, yeah, I really appreciated this. Um, this was affirming for me in a lot of ways and just like, yeah. And so it details her during her journey through like unemployment and eventually like we don't know if she ends up what she ends up doing at the end whether she starts working with another large agency or magazine or whatever or whether she decides to just do this on her own but I, mean, I think it also raises the point that there is like no easy way no easy path no easy journey but once you decide you know things will just open up for you like i'm not going to say that once she decides to do it on her own it may have gotten 100 percent better whether she decided to be with lex which i'm sure i don't know but we knew she wasn't going back to t because that wasn't even an option girl what t and her best friend kept telling her like girl girl so yeah it was just one of those things where she just had to stand the fuck up i was like girl stand up stand up why are you weak in the knees for this child but it was also that thing where it's like she was wasn't cool with lex at the time and you know with lex there was this whole thing of okay now my partner is doing really well her lex ended up getting promoted she didn't even tell her she waited until they went to her mother's house her mother who does not approve of their lesbian relationship who thinks that her daughter lex is like taking care of this unemployed person and like who pretty much is not pulling their weight. She doesn't approve of her. And she put her like in that uncomfortable space and that was like kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back of like their relationship. And yeah, I enjoyed the book. I, like I said, I love the journey talking about corporate America, kind of like just grounding yourself and how important it is to ground yourself and to surround yourself with people who know you, who love you. She was just surrounded by a lot of people that she worked with. And you know, everybody you work with is not your friend, like people, may or may not give a fuck about you and what you do and so it just was some of those just moments where like she would text the group chat nobody would respond like even when she had posted that in the group chat nobody responded they talked about how eventually towards the end of the book how people like have seen it but they were careful not to like it and but she was like judging the success of her manifesto on how many people had liked it in that moment and yeah you have to surround yourself with people who actually care about you um because it's just it can be a very lonely space if not if you don't have people who genuinely are concerned about you um so it's 227 and that is the thank me later podcast for today i gave y'all a little bit of everything question i need answers the three top tips from a black woman podcaster and a book review where else
I'll thank me later. Okay, so 